I'm wondering what other anti-drug films could be made where the side effects of the portrayed drug are the opposite of the side effects of the drug. Yes. Um... I was fe- like, hey, I was feeling really uncomfortable and unsafe, but now I've dropped this acid. <laughs> <laughs> Overwhelmingly fine with everything and everyone. I've done, I've done my taxes. I've made some friends, some real lasting <laughs> friendships. <laughs> and I learned to play the guitar. Yeah. And you know what? Things with my mum, they're actually really working out. <laughs> Thanks, acid. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'll never be able to stay up late and finish this big report. <laughs> Say, Bill, have you tried heroin? <laughs> Johnny wanted to pass all of his exams. He thought cocaine would do the trick. <laughs> Little did he realize that it is a major soporific, and it made him want to listen to Simon and Garfunkel all night long <laughs> and not talk about it to anyone. Boo, Johnny. <laughs> I can't get to sleep, dear. Take a little of this cocaine. has <laughs> like an 80s glass mirror. <laughs> <laughs> with a rolled up dollar bill. <laughs> That's how it comes from the pharmacy. Smash this super fat free base, darling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the tits. <laughs> they don't call it the Sandman for nothing. <laughs> Good old cocaine. Now a brand of Horlicks. <laughs> than a radio. I'm Paul Squawk. I'm a violent scourge. Oh no! Yeah, sorry. Here, why isn't he in some sort of prison? Did warn you. None could hold him. His need to podcast was so great. (laughs) Look at this erection. (laughs) Hey, keep it down in there. Sorry, guard. (laughs) Should learn his name. No need to, no cause. Speaking of homoeroticism, what an absolutely fantastic recommendations month that was. Oh, boy. Three, three great guests, four craziest fuck films, uh, and a lifetime of memories. Four great guests, technically. <laughs> four great ca- guests, if you count American Rickshaw and Donald Pleasant's pra- place in our lives. Oh, it was four guests, yes, yeah, because one of them If you count the humans that are on it. <laughs> <laughs> if you count the number of people, I never do that. <laughs> I'm all about the brands, mate. That's your strength. <laughs> Oh, Christ, but now it's time to return to the whole of history as our fans know and love it. Down the history hole! Yeah, get down it. Get down there. It's a naughty little conceit in which myself and fellow Paul, Paul, Hello. Uh, watch a film from the ridiculous past. Hello. <laughs> okay, I've written it this way. Today's, we are getting a load <laughs> of Louis J. Gasnier's 1936 propaganda film, Reefer Madness. I'm going to struggle with long sentences today. <laughs> Reefer's Madness. Rufus Moodness. <laughs> it's the Swedish film trying to warn you about the dangerous side effects of herring. Of, um, of Ikea. <laughs> These high school boys and girls are having a hop at the local soda fountain. Innocently, they dance. Innocent of a new and deadly menace lurking behind closed doors. Marijuana. The burning weed with its roots in hell. Smoking the soul-destroying reefer, they find a moment's pleasure, but at a terrible price. Debauchery, violence, murder, suicide, and the ultimate end of the marijuana addict. Hopeless insanity. See this important film now, before it is too late. Also known as Tell Your Children, The Burning Question, Dope Addict, that's to the point. 
Yeah. Doped youth. Marijuana. And bad. love madness. Starring mm. the Marx Brothers. <laughs> love madness. Love madness. Love madness. Bit of psychosis. <laughs> Take He's trying to kill marijuana. me. <laughs> oh, let's take it on my marijuana. <laughs> uh, the film was made by a church group as a morality play about drug use. Oh, what? It was then recut by sleazy producer Dwayne Esper for release on the exploitation circuit and finally gained a cult following in the 1970s as one of the worst films ever made. Yeah. Yeah. And that happened because the producers in the studio didn't care very much about this movie. And so they messed up the copyright notice at the beginning. Uh, you see, back in the day, you had to put the copyright notice on the main title screen of your movie, or it wasn't covered by any law ever, and it was the Wild West. <laughs> Just absolute cowboy country. Absolute cowboy. Oh, that's a typo. Get your guns out, fellas. <laughs> Hanging's too good for him, I say. <laughs> Consequently, this film is actually public domain, which means you don't owe anyone anything if you want to just take it, show it, exhibit it, do whatever you want to it. Wrap it on your body and go run down the market. <laughs> Print it all over you and just walk about and do your daily, day-to-day life. This allowed pro-marijuana legislation group to cheaply acquire a print of the film and exhibit exhibit it at a cost to colleges around the country, raising <laughs> funds for the cause of legalising marijuana. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know that some of them lived long enough, and as Puritans, they probably <laughs> did, to, to see <laughs> the full effect of their legacy. <laughs> it was only 40 years on, but this was definitely made by people in their 90s, so <laughs> it's hard to say. Um, that's not the only thing it funded, though, because da-da-da-da, it's Bob Shea of New Line Cinema. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bobbo. Uh, this oh, no. was uh, in the early days of New Line. Um, and noticing the improper copyright notice, you can't get anything past Bob Shea. <laughs> no, he's the, f- <laughs> the fine-tooth comb of a man. He definitely is. And, um, yeah, he noticed it, and so he took it on the college circuit. Where is this circuit? <laughs> Where is this circuit showing Reefer Madness and like? And the, and the Bob Shea hour. Well, then the Greenwich induction kit that we got. Well, that's because Greenwich was mostly just booked out to film various Pirates of the Caribbean movies. That's true, and, yeah. And Jack Black's travels. I suppose we could um, have space for everybody to um, have like a formative film experience and really bond with like, some lifelong friends and such. No. No. Kira Knightley's got a sachet through here in 20 minutes. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Get out. He's just screaming hysterically. <laughs> K, K, Jesus. But then our history lecturer did take us to see Four Lions, so it kind of... It That's true, out. that made up for it. Yeah, take that was that the best moment it. of my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say that Bob Shea. Um, so yeah, he used that to fund his fledgling studio, so no Reefer Madness, no Nightmare on Elm Street or Lord of the Rings. Well, that's kind of like, the you know, world wars are generally responsible for massive social <laughs> reform. Um, <laughs> thanks, Hitler, for the NHS. <laughs> You can definitely quote us on that in any context you like. <laughs> Anything. Anything. Let's stand by it. Critics reacted to this film like the sweet pill that makes life bitter. <laughs> now, I couldn't find any reviews from the 1930s, but this is from the crazy days of yore, 2003. Ooh. Uh, Ken Hanke at the Mountain Express says, Good name. This is neither the best nor the worst of this sort of thing. Not even the most salacious. It may, however, be the silliest. Now, we Ooh. can't be the best podcast. Can we shift into being the silliest or the most salacious? Way ahead of you, mate. <laughs> Let's get some nipples greased. <laughs> <laughs> Great it's sound even, work. It's not even accurate. I grease, we've all greased our nipples and we know that's not but the sound of a nipple nipples. being greased. It's the sound of a kitten a trying to tidy up some, <laughs> tidy up some milk around a dick. Now, <laughs> public, on the other hand, would gladly kill their whole family with an axe for this one. Devil Frazier uh, on Google said, saw this movie 20 years ago, wasn't bad to, uh, wasn't meant to be, 
but it's funny as heck. What they thought it would do to teens is hilarious, capital H. Oh, <laughs> and there is a flash of nudity as the ladies run to the beach. A must-watch! I mean, I'll do it for me. Yeah, fuck me. Flash of nudity, you say? Day to day, you got to take what you can. And in Reefer Madness, <laughs> if there's even a shin bone exposed, <laughs> I'm taking it. For raw shin. I heard Scarlett Johansson goes raw shin in, the ne- in the her latest <laughs> film. In Lars von Trier's new film. <laughs> Christ. Dry shin on shin action. It's a challenging watch, but an easy wank. So, <laughs> I mean, the thing to bear in mind, everyone, is that we don't have a guest for the first time in three weeks. So it's, it's like kind of giddy excitement. Of, so whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, when you're alone with your significant other for the first time in a few yeah. weeks. There's oh. all the boning. <laughs> you let out all the farts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just take time trying to see who can rip the biggest fart. <laughs> and this is the audial equivalent of that. It's already pretty audial. Audial. It's audial as fuck, mate. God, we have been talking about Reefer Madness since the beginning of the history hole back in Howard the Duck yeah. times. Oh, God. Uh, and indeed, the Los Angeles ti- uh, Times claims that this is the first film that fans embraced as the worst of all time. Mm. So is this the end of the history hole? No, there's one more. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's called uh, Maniac. It was made two years earlier, um, and we've never mentioned it before now. Yeah, great. A bit, anti- bit anticlimactic, I concede, but there you go. Well, just just you wait for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yes, that's very good keeping. As is the fact that the film has 39% on Rotten Tomatoes, 3.8 on IMDb, but also 70 on Metacritic. Yeah. Must have been high. What's Peter Travers doing? Yeah, very nice. <laughs> yeah, it's Peter Travers and his tiny feet going around stomping down on the value of film criticism. So, Paul, you drugs maniac. <laughs> <laughs> what's, one, what's one thing about Roof of Madness That made you get over your mother complex And sell drugs to kids One minute into the, the show, Paul There was an advert Because it was on YouTube, public domain um, And in the middle of the, the same one at the, at the very end of the text crawl um, yep. That tells us about the, the scourge uh, Many, many times, 58 times The scourge of marijuana yeah. um, Got an advert for liquor, Paul For hard liquor um, <laughs> Drink it up, Johnny. Fucking hell. Oh my god, yeah, I got an advert as well, but I live in London, so I think it was for a new form of yogurt yoga uh, <laughs> that's happening that you can do on the move, according to suit you. Um, I'm glad to know that in Australia you just got beer. <laughs> Booze, it was methylated spirits, just drink your troubles away. <laughs> well, yes, uh, the movie does start with, first of all, a disclaimer that yes. nothing in this movie is real, it's all fiction, and any similarity, no matter how vague, to anyone real is entirely coincidental. Anyway. Really. On with the moral panic. Anyway, then there's another disclaimer to assure you that the danger in this movie is very real. real. It's based yeah. on real cases and legit scientific research and that it could happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> or you. Or you. <laughs> or you, you expected to read and then conjecture as to who they're indicating. <laughs> Everyone oh. in the theatre looks at each other and goes, I know Johnny, he's a communist, get him. <laughs> Sounds like you're in trouble. Uh, or you <gasps> Me <laughs> But I'm so good It's too late Get him Kill him Rip his face Take off Get your hands Marijuana <laughs> Oh no Damn it I thought that was an excellent Concessions desk on the way in <laughs> <laughs> And who wants some Maltesers now uh, So <laughs> I need a Not lot me of Because I'm on marijuana And I don't get hungry When I'm on marijuana I get crazy <laughs> Fight ah, everyone ah! Anyway that, not, not just yet That's 58 minutes away So Billy's such a pothead <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we begin a with stern... a st- man. Oh, did you write stern? Did man you just as well? call stern man as well? Yeah. <laughs> he 
He's very stern. He's Howard Stern. My first plot note is Stern Man is Stern. <laughs> you and all the school parent groups about the country, and you must stand united on this and stamp out this frightful assassin of our youth. He has the same arguing techniques as the Tories, doesn't he? Which is to say, letters that he's made up and just saying whatever the fuck he needs. Yeah. <laughs> The gist of which is watch out, cannabis is bad, very bad. Yeah. And that crims have been cleverly sneaking drugs into the country by putting it inside of things. That's not. <laughs> that's not cricket, is it? You can't, you know? if you're meant to just have a big bag full that says drugs on it, and then the police are meant to search for it. You're not meant to put it in things. You know what? After the Boer War, I think everybody would have learned their lesson and, and played by the rules for a change. But I know. This is outrageous. They're putting, oh, they're putting them in everything boxes, cases, bags. <laughs> Just anything, anything you can think of, they're putting drugs in it. Oh, but they're also putting Mug. it, putting them in women's shoes. And for all the frisking that uh, border <laughs> officials like to do, I've never met a border <laughs> official or been frisked. But, um, you know, the one thing they don't touch of a woman's is a shoe. <laughs> I like the idea that it was like, we found the ways that the drug smugglers are smuggling things in. They checked women's underwear, their dresses, <laughs> clothes, knickers, everything. <laughs> but cleverly, the male drug dealers started carrying them in their pockets. <laughs> near their penises Near their penises Gross. Knowing that no law enforcement would ever go near <laughs> um, Oh god well look they, There's also a scene in which they burn the deadly drug In a big incinerator at the prison <laughs> The prison and the surrounding neighbourhood Has been subsequently described as awesome <laughs> Crime has dropped by 7000% <laughs> As has everything else to be fair but... <laughs> Yeah productivity <laughs> Trousers Yeah <laughs> It's been a very chill, weird kind of place. Uh, but at least they got rid of the drugs. Yeah. So moving on from Stern Man who is Stern, we meet yeah. a, th- a 1930s couple who sell drugs. Yeah. Um, and they have a marvelously middle-class discussion of whether or not the merits of selling drugs to kids. You better get on the job. Some of the kids may be up this afternoon. Oh, Jack, we can get along without dragging those young kids up here. Oh, why don't you button up your lip? You're always squawking about something. You got more static than the radio. A couple of your customers, May. Yeah? They're old enough to know what they're doing. Not like those young kids you bring up here. All right, all right. I gotta make some deliveries, and I'll probably drop by Joe's place and bring back a couple of the kids. Oh, I wish you'd lay off those kids. This is the wire of its day. <laughs> Just hypothetically, darling. <laughs> Darling, I would like for you to stop selling drugs to children. <laughs> but you know they have the best... Pr- um, <laughs> shit. I forgot how much it amuses me to do the female 30s voice. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, darling, I'm very, very... <laughs> very terribly beautiful and stupid. You'll get killed in a drive-by if you keep on like this. <laughs> you know those bitches don't play. Get a so- clock permanently twisted upside your ass. Wow, you're, you're weird. Well, look, I'm I'm fucking married to if Udo Kier and Rufus Sewell melted together in a possessor style hosting gone awry. Um, so, what do you want me to do? Well have. <laughs> what do you expect me to do about anything now? Just leave me to my weird ways, and he slops out of the room. And um, I mean, there's a few scenes, but it's very hard to hear what's going on. What with the audio degradation and the shrill 1930s voices that everyone has. We're having a little party up at my girlfriend's apartment. Wouldn't you like to come? Oh, I'd love to. You want to come, don't you, Jimmy? Oh, sure. Any place with you. Well, come along. We can all go in my car. Yes, yeah, very, very difficult. It's also <laughs> terribly, terribly boring. Margaret, I'm going to sell drugs. Oh, gee. <laughs> oh, my God. Boy, that sure is a... 
Fuck hell. Yeah, boy, sure, and G are the three words people definitely <laughs> said. Everything else yeah. is who, who the fuck knows. Who the fuck um, knows what's going on? According to, to Wikipedia. Okay. Yes, they've got Billy and we've got Jimmy. They're two college kids. Fine, swell fellas, I can assure you. One of them chases around his kid brother, intent to stove his <laughs> oh, face <fuck>. in. <laughs> like the 30s would. Now, let me get this straight. Billy has a girlfriend. The girlfriend is Jimmy's sister, I think. Oh, okay. That is the premise. <laughs> I, got a, I got a swell girl. I got a swell dame, and she's Jimmy's sister. And I'm Jimmy's sister's brother. And Jimmy's my sister's brother. I wish everyone weren't called Jimmy and Billy back now. Back now. Back so. now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, let's party, fuckers. Get on the peony. Yeah, wow. Hey, he ain't no paper man. Why don't you know he isn't that hot finger party? Oh, he really swings out hot with a mess of jive. You want to dance? Do I? Yeah, Christ. We've got, we've got a pianist who's a, who's a mad, crazed, energetic maniac of a marijuana smoker. Um, yeah, he's, he's really trying his best to invent grindcore in the 30s. <laughs> got, no, I can get it. I can get this. He's trying to call Stormzy. Um, <laughs> he doesn't want anything to do with him. But, um, in the yeah. past. So, so, Is that if, Stormzy? Jesus, man. <laughs> I don't know why I talk like this. I'm Stormzy. <laughs> MC Stormzy, everybody. And I've got my new song. I want to smoke weed and weed and weed and dance and dance and dance. Just keep on dancing, fella. <laughs> piano, piano. So, oh no, they've run out of delicious drugs. Oh no. Innocent Jimmy has a car so he can drive down to the drugs. Yeah. And sweet Billy gets his first puff of the good shit while someone just laughs and laughs and laughs at him. <laughs> that's that's John John McSewell. That... I couldn't tell if that was R- Ralph. Or the drug dealing man Jack. Jack sells drugs. Ralph is a bad man. Uh, yeah. I, no, I, Jack went off with Billy, so the the oh, office yeah. gives Jack the excellent drugs. Um, but oh no, Billy's high as fuck, and so he drives like a maniac and kills a stationary walking man. Yeah. <laughs> no need to see how Billy feels about that. Next day breakfast. Yeah. He doesn't feel anything, Paul, because he's a maniac. He's a crazed white knuckle ride maniac. Oh, no. It's all about he's a dope the thrill. Maniac. Yeah, he, he's doped up and unhep and definitely not cool. Ah, oh, damn, yeah. that cat is s- s- sleazy. So, he's a cunt. Greasy. He's a cunt, I hate him. <laughs> Billy, Billy gets called in. <laughs> this is terrible, terrible language. <laughs> Billy gets called in, it's pre-code. Billy gets called in Yeah. Uh, to see his teacher. And he says, Billy, aren't you t- taking drugs and hanging out with some criminals? No, I'm just worried about something at home. Well, let's leave it at that. So long, Billy. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks for coming fuck. in. <laughs> Isn't it true that you have, perhaps unwillingly, quite a certain harmful habit through association with certain undesirable people? Oh, no, sir, I haven't, Dr. Carroll. You see, I'm, I'm worried about something at home. All right, my boy? We'll just have to let it go with that. Well, I don't give a stale shit about that. You just tell me <laughs> if you've done anything wrong now. I've done my part. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Didn't even occur to me. I was making fun of how little he tried to get to the bottom of this, but he doesn't give a fuck about the troubles at home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> is the equivalent the like in the thirties, just having emotions is the now equivalent of oh, I've had my period. Well, that's fine. You take a day off, mate. You just... oh, don't you oh, don't tell me about that. Oh. Right. Say, Billy, do you want do you ever wonder how many doors are in this complex? Why don't you go work on that for me? <laughs> Count them again, and if it's an even number, you count again. <laughs> it's definitely not even, I know that. There's some fantastic dancing later, uh, oh and it God. reveals that Billy is a right fiend now. He's, he's oh deep on it. He's deep down on that hemp. 
Oh, that bloody that bloody hemp life. Oh. We told him not it's to. It's ruining his life. Everybody's laughing. Billy gets laid. It's horror. The horrors of drug use. Yeah, it's 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 really horrible. And unfortunately, <laughs> what we don't see in the movie is when he first yeah he takes that first toke, he goes off and le- decides he, he wants to draw comics. That <laughs> happened in between him running someone over and um. <laughs> no, that laugh. was Jimmy. Don't get it twisted. Oh, it would have made a fuck of a lot of sense, Paul, if that was one character, Jimmy and Billy. But they're not. <laughs> they're two distinctive characters that the movie forgets about halfway well, through. Yeah, I'm sure you'll. I'm sure you'll realise a little later on how important it is that we've got these two men. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. When one of them disappears from the movie for the rest yeah. of it. Well, oh God, maybe maybe Billy just imagined Jimmy. Maybe after running over that man, Jimmy projected himself Tyler Durden style as Billy. Oh my God, Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> So th- th- there's a there's a party again. There's another party. How do they get there's the energy for party. this stuff at the Forever Ball? <laughs> oh, it's all that it's all that energy giving part, Paul. <laughs> and Mary goes looking for Billy. Um, but Jack gives her some of the marijuana, <laughs> and uh, she laughs a lot, and then gets assaulted by awful Ralph. Yeah, awful d- Ralph. Awful Ralph, and oh. she looks like, but doesn't actually turn into a fr- uh, Nightmare on Elm Street dummy. It's horrendous. Oh God, Billy! He t- he comes out, yeah, and he notices what's going on. It takes a minute to process it, um, <laughs> and we see that. <laughs> we see that minute, and then he goes mental. Luckily, goes, Jack is on hand with a gun. That he doesn't yeah. quite know how to use, <laughs> so they Mary gets killed. Yeah, in the aforementioned scuffle. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and so Billy, it's Billy, isn't it? Billy passes out. Yeah. And um, the the Jack. Yes, well, the guy, okay. he's Mr. Drug Dealer of the couple. Mr. Drug of Dealer family. of the couple. He, he goes, hang on, I've, I've got a fantastic idea. I feel... Hang on a minute. I feel like I shouldn't be punished for this, shooting this lady. Put it in Billy's hand. Put it in Billy's hand. Sprinkle him with a bit of water and just let let dramatic tension do the rest. So Billy Billy wakes up and, and is, is very, very distraught. Oh my gosh, he <laughs> says. Gee willikers, I've shot... This sweet dame, my sweet dame, I imagine. I can't remember. Everyone looks the same. And <laughs> the camera pans away to Jack and um, his wife. Jill. Gets, Jack and Jill. Jack and Sarah. Yep. Sarah. And they, they gets very quiet. Adam Sandler. He says, now when I scream, you call the police. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> this is the 30s. Should I be the one screaming? <laughs> no. Do you want a bunch of fives? I'm scream. I'm going to scream at the top of my lungs. Listen. Then ah. I'm going to pass out and I need to fan ah. me gently. <laughs> <laughs> So, meanwhile, during this, Jimmy's fine, by the way. He's good, even. Yeah. Well, he's told, uh-huh. yeah, just, we're not going to tell anybody about that guy you killed as long as you say you were never in this flat. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, do you want me to appear in the movie again after this? Nope. So. <laughs> Marijuana. Ooh. Ooh, no, dangerous. Um, there's a trial for Billy, and he's found guilty because he missed a baseball once, so he clearly <laughs> is a dope fiend. I happen to attend the recent interscholastic tennis matches. And while Bill Harper had been considered an exceedingly good player, I saw him miss the ball by as much as three or four feet. This, I understand, could be attributed to the use of marijuana. It causes errors in time and space. I recall distinctly a few weeks ago, it was during a class of English literature, there was a serious discussion of Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet when he suddenly burst into an uncontrollable fit of hysterical laughter. We saw him laughing during a reading of Shakespeare. Shakespeare isn't funny. It's serious and smart. Um, He's clearly a dope feed. So we get twelve angry men. Um, yeah, we get twelve angry men in one sequence. Yeah, in which Henry Fonda's just a bit rubbish. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then Ralph. Well, he just needs to relax and unwind. So best keep all that pot away from him. That's for sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> you need this guy to chill out. So make sure you don't get any access to drugs. Yeah. Oh no, too late. He's 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 got it all right. And <laughs> this this becomes a fucking carousel of a scene. It really does. He was um yeah, he yeah, I don't know how else to explain it except to sample the shit out of it right now. it that's what happens um that's what happens um yeah so ralph <laughs> ralph kills jack because jack was gonna kill ralph yes in order to keep him quiet which leads to ralph may and blanche who i didn't mention <laughs> we haven't mentioned yet blanche Christ. is just kind of a floozy an old-timey floozy who's been hanging yeah. around the place and may is jill a good time gal good time gal blanche reveals that bill was innocent and ralph mm-hmm. did it um before she becomes completely inaudible just supersonic <laughs> and bill came in he caught ralph with mary and they started to fight but it was jack who had the gun he was going to hit bill over the head with it to make him stop and then, then the gun went off i can see it now it was horrible only way to deal with that is to throw herself out of a window well yeah she remembers all the great times she had with drugs and then just fucking flings herself <laughs> through one yeah Rather specifically, jumps through a window and then out of it. Yeah. <laughs> we hear her jump through it and then see her daintily dropping out of it. Because she's going to prison where she will never have drugs again. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, that's that. And the court reluctantly agrees to let Billy go. They hope he's learned his lesson. If you, if you take <laughs> marijuana specifically that's when, and pass out, that's when people will frame you for murder. No other drug. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You're free to go. I will <laughs> Well, gee, mister, I'll never smoke again. Oh, you can yeah. smoke cigarettes. G- <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, here's some booze. Hands him a scotch. Jimmy, yeah. meanwhile, has become an astronaut and has completed many <laughs> successful missions. And uh, the movie tells us that my my son or daughter could be next. Tell oh your God. children the end. Even fictional children are being affected by this now. Oh, shit. Children Careful. that are never going to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's really running out of control now. <laughs> the children who just in no way exist. Or will ever exist uh, being affected by the terrible cannibal, 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 <laughs> cannibals situation. Yeah. That's that's cannibals. that's what they don't tell you about marijuana, Paul. Cannibals. <laughs> I, if you know anyone who smoked pot and hasn't eaten someone, I don't. The next tragedy may be that of your daughter, or your son, or yours, or yours, or yours. Yeah. What did you make of uh, the fated reefer madness? The, the problem is, we've, we've seen many, many So Bad It's Good movies yeah. until now. And in, in that hype, what I was expecting mm. was more of an episodic thing. You know, like, right. now look at these two degenerates. Fuck me, ladies and gentlemen. What a pair of slags. <laughs> Let's see how they ruin their yeah. life. And then, and then move on to the next thing. Yeah, um, this guy is training to be a medical doctor. Yeah. But he's been offered one drag of a marijuana cigarette. Yeah. Let's look at him now, and it's just him with his shirt off, screaming and crying. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. this guy was the high school football hero. He had a <laughs> he had an arm on a thirty yard pass. I don't watch NFL. Yeah, and, and then it's just him just dunking his head into a a, a bucket of piss. But yeah. it was actually just a single story with plenty. That he painstakingly filled himself <laughs> <laughs> for days. Marijuana is so evil, mate. Um, it's, it's so it's, evil. But it's one story with many, so many dull, dull moments. 
Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, I guess I was expecting group of friends get introduced and then they they have like a weekend together and smoke marijuana and slowly it like descends into madness over the course yeah. of like uh, a couple of days or something. Yes. But yeah, I, I mean, we're reviewing two movies here. One is an earnest attempt to warn young people about the effects of cannabis use. Yeah. And the other is a cult classic, so bad it's good, midnight movie. Now, in a former respect, it's just it just failed, and it's easy to say why. Yeah. Um, well, because it's nonsense. Yeah, because it's yeah. nonsense, and you could take the cannabis out. Yeah. And the plot would be unaffected. Yes. You know, the cannabis made a guy do a hit and run, apparently because he, you know, was distracted from his driving, but he got off scot free with no impact on his life. Yeah. And we never explore that at all. The yeah. central crime story that the movie actually does spend time with is one bad dude assaults a lady. Yeah. Boyfriend of lady hits bad dude. Friend of bad dude hits boyfriend and accidentally kills lady. Yeah. Friend and bad dude frame boyfriend, eventually justice prevails. Mm. The grass doesn't actually play into it. No. It's not like they did this because they were high. No. I mean, they would they would probably argue that all of that, precisely all of that <laughs> happened because they were high. But, but you no, know, you're right. You could take it out and it, you wouldn't even have to put anything else in there. Um, no. <laughs> so, yeah, as a, a precautionary tale, as a cautionary yeah. tale, sorry. It it, it mm. doesn't work because it doesn't actually know anything about marijuana. No. Um, I was fully actually expecting this just to end up being analogous for the Black Menace or something. You know, yeah, be like, oh, the the blacks are coming in and they're playing jazz and corrupting our youth. But it didn't even go that way. It was just just no. nonsense. It wasn't even hilariously outdated. It's just yeah. you know nobody ever thought this about marijuana. Yeah, and it's it's ridiculous. But then moving on, we have a cult movie then. Yeah. And I have to say, in that respect, I was disappointed because yeah. the drug scenes are hilarious, but surprisingly few. Yes. Like, honestly, were there three scenes of people taking drugs and laughing hysterically and being bizarre? Yeah, maybe. It was. God. Is terribly underwhelming. I, ha- I had the, the line um, I wrote down. I mean, fuck, it's dull for a good. And then I wrote 10 minutes. And then as the film went on, I had to keep deleting. <laughs> the ante. Yeah, deleting the, the time. And changing it to 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, yeah. 50 minutes. Yeah. It was just dull. Um, it, was just, it really is. It was dry exposition that really belaboured the point. And yes. like, f- for the first 50 minutes, the, on- the only real shining light was the pianist who just gets more and more oh, manic every time great. it cuts to him. Um, yes. Other, other than that, it was just... Yeah. The really annoying thing was all of that downtime just gave me a lot of time to get really worked up about Puritans. Um, <laughs> and and just and just just annoyed about the like the equivalent of those people today. <laughs> oh sure, and, and yeah, because because throughout the movie is just that um unbearable sense of superiority and smugness of the like yeah. of, of the upstanding citizen. Um, yeah. so honestly, this movie just felt like a turd, and I just wanted to put it in a oh. bin and forget about it. I could give you a hundred <laughs> better examples of old timey yeah. trash. Yeah, we can now definitely, and it's. It's surprising that this did actually kick off in the 70s because, you know, this is after Ed Wood, Robot Monster. Yeah. You know, all the other history fil- whole films that we've covered after At Long Last Love were out there in the ether, you know, bef- yeah. before Reefer Madness really became a cult classic. And I'm just I'm surprised that it was perpetually entertaining. It's one of those things where I wonder if repeated watching is going to yield better results. It's um, what was maybe it, what's a good what's a good example for this, because. I remember there was a film that we watched and it wasn't that bad, but then I saw like camp. I think it might have been Mommy Dearest. 
Yeah, okay. Um, and there are scenes in there where you think, well, there's nothing really happening here, but then you see someone reenact it and drag, and it's like, oh, yeah, actually, now come yeah. to think of it, this is a ridiculous interaction. I will allow that maybe if we were watching it together, it could yeah, have... Yeah, maybe at midnight, you know... Garnered a little bit more from... A little bit more from possibly. us? Possibly. Yeah, maybe, but... Yeah, it was... I mean, it was very late when I started, and I was hoping for something that would have a sort of hysterical energy to sort of... Yeah. ...carry me through, um... You know, just get me uh, through there. But I don't know. It's just I was hoping for something a bit more over the top. I guess mm, this um, is as bland as maybe... the people who made it. <laughs> yeah, and, and if it was going to be monotone, I just wish it was more unnatural. Yeah, in its uh, in its presentation. But there's enough distance between me and sort of 1930s gangster types. So I don't quite know that that was <laughs> stilted. Maybe this is just how they talked. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Plus the the whole you know old timey newsreel style has been parodied everywhere from Harry yeah. Enfield to Big Train so you know hearing it straight wasn't as funny as perhaps yeah. it would have been in the, in the 70s when you hadn't seen that before so I don't it's, know perhaps I just expected too much but it's it's definitely not laugh a minute so far as I can see no um, I, I feel like this is one of those movies where a highlights reel yeah, would, would be enough because you don't need the 45 minutes of grandstanding and, and soapboxing yeah. from Stern man. Exactly. And it, it, it felt like a long 70 minutes. You know? yeah. This is one of the shortest films we've covered in a while. Yeah. And yet I feel like I was watching it for longer than Lawnmower Man. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. Anywho, it's, it's still got some laughs in there. It's got some good things. And I suppose I can see how it may have been a cult classic. What with, um, you know, I, I think it will be because like you say, it is the soapbox. It is the grandizing, you know, the superiority. There is some relief in seeing how wrong they're being. Yes. You know, it's like if, I don't know, some dreadful political commentator, who's around now? Who's that uh, really bad guy? Piers Morgan. Well, yeah, Piers Morgan will do. It'd be like if he made a documentary on the evils of Britain and it was just absolute <laughs> nonsense, just laughable, terrible garbage from beginning to end. Mostly about the royal family. <laughs> and how heroic they are and how they solved, you know, all the problems themselves <laughs> and took out the IRA single-handed. Yeah, it would be like that, I guess. It would be catharsis and laughing at it. Yeah. So I think there's definitely going to be that aspect, and that's why it was so popular amongst particularly people who are trying to legalize um, yeah. cannabis. I, yeah. I think I think seeing it with more people would probably be better because you get a discussion yeah. going, and the group laughter <laughs> thing, you know, as, as you said last sure. week, comedy is a social thing. Yeah. But we, we do have to stress, though, some of the movies we've covered, I mean, pass through, I was on my own and laughing yeah. my head off. Same yeah. same for Anaconda. You know, the yeah. best ones, doesn't matter how you're watching it. It just yeah. delights you for every moment that you're seeing it. So yes, this, this is isn't conditional. one of those. Yeah, this is conditional. Yeah. Watch it in. Have a good time and then have this on at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Get <laughs> stoned with your best friends, your best gals. <laughs> your best gals and dogs. And this will, um, you know, dogs, D-A-W-G. Yeah. And you'll, yeah, you'll have a time. But if you're watching okay. it on your own, you might want to watch out for these things because let's quick fire. Quick fire. I did love the opening. I love the dreamy sway of the opening credits trying to get yep. into focus and the <laughs> yep. decaying croon of the of the music. Yeah. It definitely put me where I needed to be for this. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that that was fun. That was quite a nostalgic thing. Like the forbidden room. Much of this film felt like the Forbidden Room. Um, <laughs> the, the 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 guy laughing actually, the Udo Kier, Jude Law, Rufus Sewell, Marlon Brando amalgamation laughing really felt like a 
memorable part of the forbidden room and i love that um a, a lot of a lot of mine i think are just just one word pronounced in a funny way so i'm gonna give you one of those the stern man who was stern he uh he had a letter that was definitely sent to him uh, yeah and he he said the line i'm going to read this letter to you i'm going to read this letter to you to you to you <laughs> to, you. To, to you but to, to you yeah to you to you to you to you I can't, I can't I even like get that. it, but it's wonderful. <laughs> you know that thing about how, um, in order to sound like a posh person, you say three words. Um, air is in the air that you breathe, hair, yeah. the stuff that grows on your head, and layer is in like where a thing lives. Yeah. Air, hair, Air, hair, Air, Pretty good. It's <laughs> pretty good. Air, hair, to you. Air, hair, That's how Johnny, that was all of Johnny Depp's preparation for for Mordecai. Ah, uh, he's a genius. <laughs> oh, okay. I did quite like the campness of um or yours or yours yeah. written written in text so it doesn't quite work the same yeah. way. Because he's not you you're not pointing in different directions. You've just written or yours a couple of times. <laughs> all, all all I can all I can do is imagine a, a theatre full of people just completely caught <laughs> up in a kind of com- communist panic, just looking <laughs> at each other with narrowed eyes. <laughs> I definitely think it's Bill. Guns bristling beneath coats. Yeah, yeah, they bristle. Guns getting hard. Back then they did. <laughs> <laughs> Special guns, American guns. <laughs> All um, American guns. The, the mad look in the pianist's eyes when he tokes. Yeah. On that fat, dirty Jay was um was great. Oh god, the pianist was everything I hoped for. He 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 was great. He was playing a piano. He was playing a, a good time jig, three hundred eighty three BPM, and then he'd um, go into his little closet and take a toke. And everybody in this movie has never smoked a, even a cigarette before because no yeah. one knows how to hold it um and it has that like it has that busted feel of um none of the guitars are plugged in everybody's taking a puff <laughs> and immediately expelling the air uh, the smoke yeah like oh and then immediately laughing <laughs> yeah yeah but uh when he talks his eyes go wide and he's got both of his hands cupped around the joint uh, like it's a secret <laughs> And he's going, yeah, <laughs> only I have the weed. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Amazing. That is fantastic. I'll say that the film does actually, beyond all of the sort of irrational fake science kind of, you know, nonsense stuff in there, the sort of just scare tactics, it does touch on the biggest downside of cannabis, namely that it's production and, um, yeah, that the downside of cannabis being its production and the criminal organizations that arise around said production and distribution. Mm-hmm. It's a shame there's no straightforward way to put it, put an end to that. Oh, it's a really, really keep... easy way of getting rid of all that. Yeah, I can't oh, think. She'd probably just throw them in jail. No, definitely, yeah. Just shoot more of them. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine imagine having regulated fair trade cocaine and weed. <laughs> Fuck yeah, mate. Fucking you great. Bit. <laughs> imagine the fucking advert you'd get at a cinema of just, we grow all our weed down here. <laughs> Chris Martin's there. 20 years, man, boy. Dawn French is there interviewing them. <laughs> this here's the best shit. <laughs> the dank... <laughs> the dank is sticky 420 kush kush. Um, Joanna Lumley, I don't think you know anything. Caroline Quentin tours the cocaine fields. <laughs> of Stropshire. <laughs> Fuck, we could have this or everyone. Our Britain could be sick. It could be fully sick, cunt. Um, <laughs> there is something hypnotically awful about the forever ball these stone dancing fools are fated to attend until the end of time. Yeah. It reminded me a bit of a house party in Mother. Um, just, <laughs> please stop. Go. Yeah, Why are you here? Yeah, something horrible. 
yes, go home. It's dreadful. It's it's crazy because it's as horrible as I would find like a modern house party. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to know that I would always hate this. Um, I think Billy is actually an amazing character. He's um, this young, mm-hmm. gee, sure, sure guy kind of um, college kid. Yeah. The scene in which he discusses Romeo and Juliet with his girlfriend is amazing. Just his various reactions and overreactions. I went home and told Mother that the trouble with her pot roast gravy was she hadn't added three heaping teaspoonfuls of olive oil. (laughs) What did she say? She didn't say anything. She just threw me out of the kitchen. Well, I don't wonder. Gosh, hot chocolate. Thanks, Mrs. Lane. Just get out of that decade, you fucking lunatic. And then when he starts getting high and he starts just grinning like a loon, he's just... Oh, oh my god, his his grinning was that yeah. the, the turned into that laugh before they start that heavy <laughs> pre-war smooching. Um, it was that was pre-war. That was, that no was, one ever kissed anyone like that again after Hitler. <laughs> Thanks, Hitler says the Hayes Code. Um, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> he has NHS. that sort of that like <laughs> look, and his eyes go mad, and he's got that gun. It's not even a grin. He looks like he's in pain. It's truly awful. It's horrifying. I, I'll yeah. never smoke weed. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Um, well, speak, speaking out the line, bring me some reefers is good. <laughs> bring me some reefers. Yeah. Some reefers is great. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that might even be correct, but it just sounds rubbish. Yeah. It sounds so bad. In modern parlance, I think it's just reefer. And, and yeah, bring me some be, reefer. Yeah. You wouldn't say bring me some reefer anyway, but because um, that's <laughs> main, mental. <laughs> You just mutter incoherently until someone passes you more weed. But... Bring me some grasses. <laughs> I'm going to smoke some joint. <laughs> that... Oh, have you got a joint in the oven? Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> oh, 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 it's very nice. Uh-huh. When Billy takes his first drag, there is just a guy laughing sinisterly as he does it, and it's done with such reckless abandon, but in such yeah. short bursts. Yeah, I think that's the melody really Udo Kierman. I think it's Ralph. I think it's the guy who ends up doing the killing. Yeah. Hard to he say. Just, These men are all the same. <laughs> yeah. He, he just, he, he, I always picked him out because he looks like he's wearing eyeliner. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is why I immediately went to Udo Kier slash Rufus Sewell. They both Sounds got like that glamorous man. beautiful made up look. And they're maniacs. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, yeah, the old timey smooching. It's so physical. It's like wrestling a bear into a cage. <laughs> it's just, come closer, darling. I gotta kiss you till you die. And, <laughs> It was just so, just so fucking horny, Paul. <laughs> it is horny. Oh, oh, God, do I want to share this? No, I don't think I do. Okay. I was watching some Victorian porn. It's Victorian oh. Edwardian pornography that they had filmed. And it's very interesting, Paul. Mm. It's very interesting to see how blowjobs used to work back then. Yeah, okay. It's very much, very much a, a, a tongue-oriented head experience. Like licking a lolly. Oh. Oh, yeah, nice. there's, a, there's a naivety to it, but yes, also an intensity. Yeah. So I can. That is the way in which I can relate to your lovely story about erotic kissing. <laughs> it's, I've been watching some old blowies this week. <laughs> <laughs> some manky old blowies. <laughs> some manky, danky old blowies. And um, they've come a long way. <laughs> We've come a long way. We, 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 oh, we certainly have. We've come and shot a long way. Oh, fuck. Who's, whose even turn was that? It was yours, right? Hot I think kissing. it's even your turn now. Even my turn is now. And um, Ralph is amazing. I loved Ralph, the villain yep. of the piece, if he could so yep. court. He um, yeah, had a, he was a lot of man, and he knew how to, he knew how to use it. <laughs> and his, uh, yeah, his, his faster, faster scene was uh, rightfully yeah. iconic. Yes, definitely. I 
liked the line. Let's go, Jack. I'm red hot. Better be careful how you drive it. The first thing you know, you'll be ice cold. What a cool motherfucker. I think that was Jack. He said yeah. it. <laughs> um, that was a great line. Yeah. Good delivery. Um, <laughs> emphasis on the correct vowels there, Jack. Oh, yeah. Well, he knows. He went to RADA. Um, <laughs> I, I do like when Jack needs to sinisterly advance on Ralph near the end. He's just saying, I just want to talk to you. You want to kill me? You're crazy. Take it easy, kid. I just want to talk to you. You crazy? <laughs> like, don't be, don't, don't be scared of me. I'm your friend. No wonder he's, no wonder he's dead. Deserved it. Deserved to be murdered by Udo Jalor. He was really bad, it turns out. He was yeah. rubbish. Got everything that was coming to him. The line, a 16-year-old lad. A 16-year-old lad. Apprehended in the act of staging a holdup. Lad. Just really made me laugh. <laughs> lad. A poor lad. It's when they're sharing case studies of people whose lives have been ruined by the weed. It's like, let me tell you about this 16-year-old lad. Oh. <laughs> It was run three miles over. Yeah, it's great stuff. Um, okay, my last one actually is um, when the woman goes and gets on the phone in order to report the ruckus that's happening. I think this is word for I'll sample it, but I believe what she says without any pausing whatsoever is there's a terrible fight going on. Yes, yes, apartment 42, click. <laughs> hurry, hurry, there's a terrible fight going on. Yes, yes, apartment 32. 30s? <laughs> that's not how phones work. That woman had never seen a phone before in her life. <laughs> Which apartment in New no York idea. are you based in? <laughs> 42. Two. We'll be on our way. <laughs> That's only three floors up. Get them, boys. <laughs> the rape scene was seemed very at odds with the Puritan message of the film. But mm. the, the classic mistake to make is thinking that um, Puritans aren't just light-speed violent sadists. Yeah, I mean, that's it, basically. It's like, this is very Mel Gibson doing Passion <laughs> of the Christ. Yeah. It's like, look, look what these awful people want to do. Okay, do it, film it slower. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine because like it's the bad guys doing this. But um, if yeah. we could just get it slower, try take yeah. take 129. <laughs> we're done when I say we're done. <laughs> um, Bill's Billy's shock face when he comes in and sees the rape. It's just eyebrows oh, yeah. all the way to heaven. They just keep rising. <laughs> um, eyebrows for days, mate. And they never stop. Never stop rising. Let me see more of those <laughs> brows, Billy. Uh, and if you look out on your left, and holy shit, there's a couple of eyebrows going. <laughs> Yeah, so this plane sounds a lot like a car. Taxi, says the eyebrows. Um, <laughs> the compassionate juror was made out to be a weasel. Um, yeah. yeah. Maybe he's yes. just insane. Of course he's not insane. He did this himself. Wait, what? So weed is uh, doesn't cause distortions and lose your inhibitions? No, it, yeah, it does, exactly. but fuck this guy. But, but he's the greatest <laughs> fucking hero of the entire piece. He is. Um, he's the only one. He showed compassion and understanding and actually any kind of progressiveness. Ah, uh, <sighs> one. one Wanker, absolute basically. loser. Yeah, Fucking absolutely. beta cuck trying to understand people. When we I can't just believe hang someone them. said that in the 1930s, but they did. <laughs> they were right. Then they, they blew his... They got fucking ratioed to shit. They got He's Samuel in... Jackson's character from The Hateful Eight to force flatio him. Oh, God. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Like that. I the... don't like that movie. God damn it, Christians of the 1930s. Um, Stop referencing the most problematic of our modern works. <laughs> the, the uh, pronunciation of meanwhile. That's <laughs> great. Yeah. That's very good. Um, the moral panic headmaster looks like Bob Balaban, and um, <laughs> the suddenness of the suddenness of Blanche just running and jumping out of the window was fantastic. And now I'm done. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Gotta love that. I've taken some <laughs> ecstasy and I need to sleep. 
<laughs> Wonderful. Did anything come in from the OGT? Oh, fuck. Let me just check. I forgot about that. Forgot about that. And this. And you. You. <laughs> Chris Attaway, uh, hero of last week, says, It's been years, <laughs> but I remember laughing a lot. And a guy playing a piano saying, Faster, faster. That was funny. And it has an overall yep. Simpsons educational video vibe to it. Kept expecting Troy McClure to pop up. Well, there was a Billy, so we're There we're was a Billy. <laughs> You're hurting me. <laughs> Elliot J. O'Neill says, I have no memories ah. of watching this because marijuana ruined my brain after just one pot joint. That's, no. That's how we I ruined Elliot. His spelling. We ruined Elliot again. Gee, um, Mr. Frog, how many t- t- uh, tokes on a fucking excellent drag does it take to get into the middle of an incoherent sentence? <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone, Billy. I'm <laughs> high as fuck right now. And that was the story. <laughs> You're an asshole, Billy. <laughs> That's it. Thanks, OG Team. OG Team. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the one better thing. The one better thing. I'll be quite quick about it. I think mine's Glenn or Glenda. Oh, nice. It's, um, if you're after a piece of retrograde, but kind of well-meaning, but very misguided piece of hilarious old-timey propaganda. Hmm. I, I think Glenn O'Glenda has that perfect thing of being just completely batshit insane and outdated in all the worst ways, especially in the way in which, ways in which it talks about um, homosexuals. And yet it does come from a kind of place of understanding, an incredibly naive kind of way. So it doesn't have that awful air of smug superiority. So, yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot to recommend Glenn O'Glenda. It's thoroughly entertaining and weird. Great. Well, yeah. <sighs> Mine... Uh, it's a 2020 movie. Oh, uh, I think it's going to edge it into my top 30. It's edging currently, um, and it's going to come <laughs> right into my edging. top 30 soon. Um, it's all. That, <laughs> do you know what, Paul? It's all that chaotic bisexual energy that um, has been channeled through our podcast the last. Yeah, few weeks. that's what it's been. Um, it's been four different people have all come and come into our podcast. Yeah, and um, it's ruined us forever now. But that's that's fine. It's the worst yeah. places to be. Towing the line. Um, I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh no, whose baby? All of them, all of them together. They're gonna to have to raise it. Oh, suing them all. Well, <laughs> as long as we're suing them all. So <laughs> um, <laughs> we're always suing them all. My one better thing is the trial of the Chicago Seven. It's okay. uh, an Aaron Sorkin written and directed, <laughs> starring Sasha Baron Cohen, Eddie Redmayne, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Mark Rylance, Frank Langella, Michael Keaton, based on the trial of anti-Vietnam protesters accused of inciting violence at a mass protest. The film weaves its way through the idea overshadowing the event that power is corrupting and hard held onto by government. Um, it's the same hypocrisy and puritanism that uh, I got really worked up about during this Reefer Madness. It clearly plays to Sorkin's strengths and is fast and loose with the truth, but in the lie of the artistic license is the truth of the sentiment, and it's very easy to be riled up when the cast is as great as it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, really good writing as usual from Sorkin. Yeah, he knows how to do a courtroom thing. He's been doing it for decades. <laughs> little um, slag. Little slag. Filthy little man. Love it. Uh, yeah, that's that. So check those out. And also check out these tits. I can't remember how to get out of these. Uh, out of this <laughs> section. That was the one better thing. The one better thing. Paul, how can people find out about these tits? Our tits are slathered all over Facebook and... I was going to say Instagram, but no, Twitter. Yeah. Um, you do so. You can <laughs> check out those titties at OGT Pod. Uh, you can send yeah. us an email at gmail at OGTPod at gmail.com. That's dick pics only, please. Keep the titties <laughs> to the visual mediums. Yes. We do have a Patreon where every week we release content. The hardest working uh, men called Paul on the internet, I'd say. That's definitely true. Yeah. 
Um, Paul Dano can can go fuck himself. <laughs> he hasn't been online in weeks. Yeah. Paul Dano hasn't even done a totally accurate battle simulator Let's Play. And um, we've got plenty of those on the Patreon. We've also got some pulse pitches, some uh, plenty of DVD challenges, what with um, having a fully booked recommendations month, guys. Oh, my God. Um, this week, we have got the Paul and Paul hot take uh, spectacular Uh-oh. on Zack Snyder's The Justice League. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. In every, and- every way in which we didn't like that. <laughs> hey, don't give away the ending. <laughs> I'm sure Twist. everyone's extremely surprised. Um, and then next week we've got a sneak preview of um, the third part of this year's Halloween episode, so you can hear yeah. it full, unrated, and completely unmodified for statements we might regret later. Fuck yeah, for as little as a dollar a month. Thank you yeah. so much to everybody who has patronised us so far, including Love the it. latest patron, Jem Newlin, uh, who's a, a wonderful man, fantastic hair, and a great beard. <laughs> um, oh man, that's the, that's the complete package. That's all you need in a man. If I could get any one of those. <laughs> You've got the hair. Set. <laughs> You've got some hair. <laughs> You've got an hair. And to all the people out there who it's also have an hair, or don't. Or don't. Stay safe. Stay safe. And do some drugs. Do every drug you can get your hand on once. That's yeah. the trick. Do each one once. Get a taster box. Go to your local dealer and ask for a, a selection box of his finest shit. <laughs> and um, he'll, he'll happily put together... A sort of selection box um, of, of his stickiest gack. Uh, uh, yeah, and he'll give you, you know, a recommended wine list as well to sort of accompany. He'll he'll or go pairing, That's lovely. You know, or she. Hey, or she. People. That's, you know what? Can we? Please. Can we acknowledge now. Women are fuckheads too. The real heroes, fuck and non-binary yeah. drug dealers. Yeah, fuck it. It's the 21st century, people. We need to embrace all kinds of scum. I'm all yeah. kinds of scum. I'd get my hair in where I can take it. <laughs> you do take it exactly where you get it. That's <laughs> why you're not very popular with the Melbourne-based um, heroin dealers. No, don't shoot that. Hey! <laughs> Come on. Paul! <laughs> they know your name. Good they know then. you by now. <laughs> and remember, the one good thing about Reefer Madness um, is the bits that you've probably seen through cultural osmosis by now. Get drugs. Get drugs.